You're listening to MESS, a motivational and educational series for success, where Rhonda and Jules find articles online pertaining to dental assisting or the industry. This way, you get to learn while you listen. It's time to organize the chaos with Zen. All dental practices run into the same problems. Ordering dental office supplies is a mess. Running out of products, no budget, and price comparisons that take hours. With Zen, dental supplies management has never been easier. Go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Today's mess comes from the conversation. Coronavirus distancing measures are confusing. Here are three things to ask yourself before you see someone. Written on March 23rd, 2020 by Julie Lisick, University of Sydney. Editors note, this article is based on the coronavirus and COVID-19 situation as of March 23rd. It's important to remember that the situation is rapidly developing and official advice may change. In the flurry of new orders released in the last 24 hours, has you feeling confused about what's okay and what's not when it comes to social contact, you are not alone. It's so difficult to adapt a set of hard and fast rules with the advice changing so quickly. Government departments have put out detailed guidance, but that won't cover all situations. Experts in the public sphere will give different advice. The fact is, there is an activity you want or need to do and you're not sure if it's advisable. Often you'll have to make a call. After ensuring that it doesn't breach public orders, your decision will need to be based on your assessment of the risks and benefits. Whatever activity you're considering, it can help to first clearly list your options. For example, if I'm talking to a friend with kids, we could organize to meet at the park, in a house, online, or not at all. Or if I wanna catch up with my sister, I could do it in person or on the phone. Then you ask yourself some important questions as you consider your options. Here are three considerations that should help you make an informed decision on behalf of your family and the wider community. One, what's the latest advice of my state or territory health department? The first is to look to the latest advice for your state and territory health department and be aware that they may change from day to day or even within a day, so keep checking. Some departments are now deploying quite detailed lists and do's and don'ts that are being updated as quickly as humanly possible. Two, do I know the latest on how the virus moves between people? Now, understanding as much as you can about the way the virus moves between people can help you make an informed decision about whether an activity you're considering does pose a higher risk of passing coronavirus or picking it up. The coronavirus causing COVID-19 is currently thought to be passed on through contact and droplet transmission. It comes from the mucous membranes, meaning the wet parts of your face, mouth, nose, and eyes. A person with the infection might cough or sneeze or touch their mouth or nose and then touch another surface where it can remain infectious for a time. The virus is able to move to another person through direct contact with droplets from the cough or sneeze or if they touch that surface with their hands then touch their mouth, nose, or eyes. The more symptomatic somebody is, the more easy it is to get the infection, but people with very mild symptoms can still pass it on. 
More is being learned about the virus and this knowledge may change. That is why hand washing and cough or sneeze etiquette is so important. COVID-19 is currently thought to be the most spread by people who have symptoms and that have been in close contact with others. The more at risk of it are those who have had contact with somebody who has been diagnosed with it or have recently returned from overseas. However, that is changing as it moves more in the general community in Australia. The basic understanding of how it moves can help people make decisions of who to see, how to see them, and how to behave in public places and at home. Three, how do the risks of certain activities weigh up against the benefits? Now, whenever you are considering doing some activity with somebody, you need to weigh up the risks of harm with potential benefits. First, make sure you're abiding by the public health orders. Also, remember that this is just a decision about your personal risk. We are all reducing the chain of transmission by reducing our contact with others as much as we can. Sometimes we will still want or need contact with others. First of all, we need to accept that we take a risk whenever we have contact with another person and we need to weigh that risk against the potential benefits. There might be really important social benefits. For example, for seeing a person for whom contact with others is extremely important. There might be benefits in helping someone who has less access to resources than we do. For example, helping a neighbor in need. In these instances, if you decide to take the risk, it's important for you to follow guidance on doing everything you possibly can do to minimize the spread of COVID-19 within that encounter. That means proper hand hygiene, washing hands when arriving and leaving, trying to stay 1.5 meters or six feet apart, uh, never go out and meet with others if you have respiratory symptoms such as a cough or a fever. And it means trying to avoid contact with people at greater risk of severe disease, such as those with existing chronic disease, an older person, or a person who is Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. And if you're in America or another country, that's usually an indigenous population that doesn't really have a lot of contact with the outside world. If the COVID-19 risk is really high to that person, then maybe the benefits don't outweigh the potential harm you may be forced to make a really hard decision. Hard decisions ahead. There's no magic cutoff where you stop all risks. We have got to accept that it's about degrees of risks and that we collectively do to minimize it. If we choose to have contact with another person while staying within the boundaries of what is permissible based on the government requirements, then it's important that you have set of evidence principles that helps guide your decision making. for tuning in to Monday Mess. All links to the articles read will be found in the show notes.